welcome to the Hope City Church podcast. We're so excited for you to listen along and hear this week's message. We pray it inspires and motivates and draws you closer to Jesus. Let's take a listen. Okay, so we're in our series called Grow. And we're talking about growing in our relationship with God and with others and what that looks like and how we grow in that relationship. For some of us, it's like, this is old hat. We know how to grow in our relationship with God. For some of us, we don't, we're not quite sure what that looks like, how we're supposed to grow, what kind of steps we take. So these ladies are all in our Tuesday night leadership school. We have a leadership school on Tuesday nights. We do have one other guy besides myself. I teach it with Jen. But there is, is Cam. But Cam got married last night and he's off He's not here today. <laughs> he's gone. I don't, know. I, I don't know what he's doing. He's gone. So these ladies, we've asked them all from our leadership school to talk about and answer this question. Where have you seen growth, spiritual growth, in your life in this past season? And why? Like what caused that growth? So they're going to take five minutes each. Um, oh, oh, it's okay. I've got a timer. I've got a timer here for you. It'll be okay. If you go over a minute or two, that's okay. Like, all, my seasons. All, all your seasons. Okay, so the first we're going to have come up here is Margaret. Margaret's got the microphone. Come on up here. She's wearing green, lots of green. Are you good? Can you see? Does he need to be higher, lower? You're good. I think that we should have it higher. Higher? Oh, higher. Wow. How's that? Okay, there you go. So, you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Good morning, everyone. How are you? It's good to see your smiling faces today. So I kind of misunderstood the question. I didn't know it was this past season. So I'm just going to do all my seasons, if that's okay with you. All right? <laughs> just do my whole life here in five minutes. So it's uh, where we experience the most growth. And I have to say there's two words <clears throat> that are um, really real in my life, and that's encountering and experiencing. And um, when I first met Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I encountered him and I experienced his love, his deep abiding love for the people of God, for me and particularly. And I thought I was so crazy in love with him, I thought I was one of the disciples, the 12 disciples, until I found out I was supposed to be a disciple. So that calmed me right down. I didn't want to save the whole world because Jesus had already done so much on the cross, I didn't have to do all that. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was kind of crazy, I tell you. <clears throat> so um, I think Pat can testify to that. <clears throat> so anyways, experiencing his love for me, um, just coming to that understanding of what that love meant, it just was a, um, it went beyond any human love I ever encountered or experienced in my life. And it was such a deep, deep, penetrating love. It just um, went down so deep inside of me. It just brought a newness up in my life. I touched a deep place, as it has with all of you, touched a deep place in your life. And so anyways, it just um, brought such a change and transformation in my life. I was never the same. I have never been the same since then. And that's what Jesus does. It brings transformation in your life, a continual growth. The other thing I encountered was, the other thing, the other person of the Trinity I encountered was the Holy Spirit. When I met the Holy Spirit, it was just another deep change, another understanding of my eyes being open to the Word of God like never before. It's just a penetration, again, of the Word of God went deep down the side of me and truth that unfolded as I read his Word and a hunger. A hunger grew in my heart for him and a thirst for him. And so anything I needed an answer for, I could go to the Holy Spirit and ask, Holy Spirit, will you help me understand this? 
And he brought understanding to me because he is a teacher. And he's a counselor. And he leads me and guides me to all the truth. So then I encountered, after that, and experienced the love of God, the love of the Father, that part of the Trinity. And when I understood about fatherhood that he has, and I was his daughter, that I never knew how to be a daughter because my earthly father had struggled with that. So it never brought that um, a wholeness and a, a wholeness to my life that way as a daughter. But when I understood the Father's love for me and how deep that went for me, then that brought another great big change in my life where I could see myself in a brand new identity. And, um, and that is like for all of us to see our identity in him and uh, just to see what he has for us. And that, and like this counter is kind of tracking me up here <laughs> on this clock. Uh, the other ways that I encountered and experienced God was in praise and worship. In praise and worship as I opened up my heart and just um, received everything in that time of praise and worship, there was, I was delivered from things. I was delivered from so many bondages in my life, and one particularly was smoking. I was just praising and worshiping him so deeply. I just felt this burning in my, in my body, in my lungs right here, and I thought, oh, the Holy Spirit's come to visit me. And actually, when I went home and I went to have a cigarette and I didn't want one anymore, I understood that he had cleaned me right out. And I was delivered from that supernaturally. You know, and so that was another experience that I had for me. Another experience I have is in prayer, um, encountering God in prayer and knowing that he answers my prayers, maybe not immediately, but trusting in his word that when I ask him something, he's not going to give me a fish or a stone. When I ask and pray according to his word, he's going to give me uh, the answers that I'm seeking and looking for. And one of the declarations I made over our lives as a family was, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. And that's a declaration that every one of you should have and keep repeating that every day. <clears throat> um, one of the, the other big things that I was led into was going to Bible college. And that led a huge foundation in my life, such a strong foundation that when the storms and the winds came, I wasn't thrown about with every wave. I could stand tall and strong knowing that my God would bring me through. He would bring me through that to the other side. That I didn't need to bail the water out of the boat because Jesus was with me in the boat. Amen. And so I encourage all of you just to get into his word. Read that word every day. Start to live out of that spirit man that he's created in you and not out of your soul, out of your emotions that trick you and trap you and where the enemy puts lies in there. And just start to... Uh, revel in who you are as a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen? I think I got... Thank you. That was really good. I did. Okay. <laughs> Nicely done. You know what I love about these is that you are getting to hear um, other people sharing and it's a different perspective and it's different. It's not just me talking or somebody else, like a preacher talking, but you're hearing somebody who doesn't speak all the time, and they're getting to share with you where God is real in their life and what he's done for them. And it's good, right? Revelation talks about how we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of testimony, right? Our testimony. So next, Sydney, my firstborn. Come on. Hi, guys. She's my daughter. We have the same hair, you can tell. She has much nicer hair than I do. Oh, Are you so ready? Uh, yeah. No, this clock, ladies, this clock is just like a point of reference. Don't let it intimidate you. It's just there so you know, got an idea what's going on, okay? If you go a little bit over, it's fine. It's not the end of the world, okay? Okay. Okay, all right. 
Um, so I'm actually going to talk about one season in my life. I'm not going to go through all the seasons like my grandma just did. But um, so before I begin, not a lot of you guys really know a lot about my past. But um, last year, 2018, I uh, graduated school and I was just going to university and upgrading and to get into the teaching program I really wanted to go to. I um, I had really great friends. I had a boyfriend. I had a really strong foundation with God, and like everything was going well. Like my life was set sail. I had everything in store, and nothing could change that. And then in January 2018, God gave me a word after New Year's, and it was growth. And the Greek word for growth means oxano. I'm sorry, I do not speak Greek, so I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. But it means to cause to cause to grow, and to increase, become greater, to grow. Um, of plants, of infants, of a multitude of people, and inward Christian growth. So when I heard God tell me this, I was like, great, I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow in my relations with people. I'm going to grow in Calgary. I'm going to make a really, really big impact. And that didn't really turn out really well for me because then during the months of January to April, my parents were like, to BC. And I was like, uh, no, you're, no, we're not. They were like, hey, you have a couple couple months to figure out if you actually really want to move there. You can pray about it, do whatever. And being the stubborn person that I am, I kept pushing it off. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to make plans. I'm going to go to MRU. I'm going to become a teacher, and this is what it's going to be. And then it was like, I don't know, um, end of February, beginning of March, my parents were like, hey, this is enough. Like, you've had your chance. And I knew I was supposed to move here, and they did too. So, like, you're going to pack your bags, and you're going to come you're going to come live with us. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I was pretty upset about it, but oh well. Um, so then, <laughs> long story short, um, in April, we moved, to, we moved here. And to be honest, I was actually really angry. I'm sorry. I was angry at you guys. <laughs> and, I <laughs> sorry. and I know it's wrong, but I was angry at God because I was like, why are you taking me away from a place that I feel like I was supposed to be in? Why are you taking me to a place where I have, like, the best relationships possible? I've known all these people for, like, eight years, and now I have to move to a new place where I barely know anybody. And then when I moved here, I found that I was actually withdrawing from everybody at the church. I wasn't actually putting my full heart into the church because I was continuing to live in the past, which was wrong. And then, I'm really sorry, guys. I was kind of a dark cloud for a bit, so my apologies. But um, January 2019 came, and God gave me a word, and that was to surrender. And the Greek word for surrender, I think, is paradidomi, which means to give into the hands of another, to give over into one's power of us, to deliver to one something to keep, use, take care of, or manage. And I started to ponder that because I was like, surrender. And I was just thinking about it for about a month, and I kind of put the pieces together. And I heard God remind me that in order for me to grow, I need to be willing to change and surrender my circumstances to him. So my circumstances being moving to B.C., and actually going into a program at UFE that I wasn't actually intend, like, intending to take because I'm in a Bachelor of Arts program, and it's just a much harder process to become a teacher over here. But then as I took a step back and looked at my life back in 18, I realized that my growth wasn't just in creating new relationships, but it was growing out of my comfort zone into the uncomfort zone, and God was moving, uh, moving me from a place of the known into the unknown. And if any of you guys actually know me, I do not like change whatsoever. So this was a really big step for me to actually grow and let God mold and shape me into who he wants me to become. So lately, I've been kind of putting the word surrender into my day-to-day -day life. And I have been recently letting go and surrendering everything that I have and giving it to him. And I've been noticing that I actually am putting my talents 
and the things that he has called me to be into every single thing that I do. And so as my mom once said, it was, even the trees don't get to pick their season. And she is right, because I started realizing that if I wasn't willing to change, then those seeds that I had in me, they wouldn't have been able to grow. But now since I'm able to surrender my all to him, I am able to grow. So I'm going to leave you guys all with a scripture or scriptures that I've kind of lived by for this past year. It's Ecclesiastes 3. I'm sure you guys all know it. But it says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And it goes on. And then goes to verse 11, and it says, he has made everything beautiful in his time. And that is actually something that really stuck out to me, because despite all the things that I actually had planned for my life, I realized, yeah, God does make everything beautiful in his time, and he does have a better plan for me. So guys, on the days that you feel as if nothing is going according to your plan, remember that God has a better plan for you, and he does make everything beautiful in his time. And I know it is easier said than done, but just surrender your situations be willing to change, and you will grow. That's nice. Good job. All right, Sierra. Yep. You ready? That's me. That's you. <laughs> okay. Do you need anything? No. A high five? There you go. So um, I'm just going to be sharing, like, the testimony of this year. This year has been, like, a serious growth for me. I was stuck in the same comfortable spot in my faith for a very long time. That included just going to church because um, that's what we do on Sundays, not taking time out of my daily life and not investing time into the church because I wanted to just because I was a joiner. Every one of those tasks drastically changed when I took the step. The step of wa not wanting to live a godly life for myself, but wanting to, no, for myself, not wanting to live through my parents' and grandparents' faith, but is discovering my own relationship with God. Finding out taking that step gave me the opportunity to grow. Since I decided to make my relationship with God my priority, I have desired a longing to know more about our Savior. And always in my faith. Good? Okay. Currently, I'm learning to say yes to opportunities, to step out in my faith where, the, where God is calling me to go without hesitation. The first time I was able to experience God's love and feel his presence is when I didn't necessarily, necessarily feel comfortable, but when I felt a nudge from God to go to the front of the church where we have been calling the altar. For me, the act of going up in front of people is not where I feel comfortable <laughs> But once I step out of that zone of fear of what others thought of me and fear of being the center of attention is where I'm able to experience God like I never have before. God taught me to never doubt his nudge. It may be uncomfortable or out of the way, but in the presence of God, there is no fear. On January 6th, I committed my life to Christ where I stated to turning from my selfish ways of living and turning to God. This was my step into publicly committing my life to Christ in front of people I love. This was a very easy decision for me to make. I, have, I had no hesitations to being baptized other than the polar bear swim I had to do. <laughs> I will never forget the feeling of giving God my all and choosing a godly way of living every day. When coming out of the water, well, every, never mind. 
for me, being baptized was something I wanted to be wanted to be super memorable and be aware of the commitment I was making. I wanted to feel like I had been growing in my faith and desiring to take a big step to to being the follower who's wholehearted, who wanting to become more like Jesus. Growing for me has been fast in the season that I'm in. I have learned so many things about myself, and I keep discovering more of who I am in Christ. I know that God has made me an ambitious woman to find and seek his plan and all that he has for me. Growing in the season, God, I've, been, I've been learning that in the presence of God, there is no fear, and keeping my eyes fixed on him can be difficult, but a wholehearted follower of Jesus is who I want to be. My verse for this season of growth is Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is our leader and our father who desires to see us flourish in what he has planned for our lives. So step out and be his hands and feet where he nudges you to go. Awesome. So good. What Sierra was talking about was we had a baptism up at Cultus Lake on January 6th, and it was very, very cold. Some people fell in the water. <laughs> Some people did not. And it looks terrible in the photos that I am standing up while you're getting dunked in the water. <laughs> but it was really good. And what you said, I'm sorry, am I bothering you guys? I just, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, like I said, these ladies are part of our, our leadership school on Tuesdays, and we have had some fantastic conversations. There's 10 of us, uh, no, 12 of us in the class, and uh, we've had some great conversations. We go through curriculum from Hillsong, but as we go through it and we work through these things, there's lots of questions that come up, and we've had lots of conversations where they would start at one place and then just move somewhere completely different because of the questions, and it's been fantastic. And we've been able to see a lot of growth and a lot of real questions come out of all this stuff. So we're really excited about it. Charmaine, you are next. Charmaine has, I don't know what she's going to say to you, but she has quite the testimony. And I'm excited to hear what she says. If you ever look at Charmaine's Bible, it is almost completely color-coded. Like every page is highlighted to, it's fantastic. I guess I'll explain a little bit all right. about that. Uh, Hi, uh, I got sober um, May 23rd, 2017. Um, <laughs> uh, when I first got sober, my mind was so confused. It was going in a hundred different directions at once. It had I'd gone through weeks at a time without sleep. And uh, a way that God renewed my mind was through his word. And through color coding it, I was able to take those thoughts that were going everywhere and put them into a section in an area of my mind. And through that, uh, he healed me. And uh, through this uh, book, <laughs> the book, I like to call it, but... I pulled out for growth 1 Thessalonians 4.1, which says, Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren and sisters, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as you have received of us how you ought to walk and to please God, so you would abound more and more. Uh, the passion says faithfully growing. And um, I find that the more that I walk after this book, the more that I walk after the statutes that God's put before me and the example through the apostles and through Jesus' life, how I ought to live, I grow. 
I find that the more and more that I read this book and that I apply this to my life, not just reading it, but actually applying it to what I go through in my life, I grow. I find that when I am walking by through life and I am find going through trials and then one of the areas that I'm growing right now is that all the world would have me believe and put titles on me that are worldly. When God has called me a child of God, the world would have me... <laughs> The world would have me sit in a room and day by day proclaim over myself that I'm an addict. When in fact, by his word, through the blood of Jesus, I've been cleaned and I've been made new. <laughs> yeah, I can go in those rooms and to relate to another person that needs me when they're struggling, I can tell them that I am an addict so that they can relate to me and they can look into me, that I'm a person that they can go to to help them from where they're at right now. But to sit here in this church and tell you that I'm an addict is not true. Because God's made me new. <laughs> I'm a daughter of God, and I am a sister of all of you that have accepted Jesus Christ into your hearts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love each and every one of you. I love the examples that I see in this room to live after a godly life and the examples that I've seen in this book that help me to move forward in my life with God. There's so many things in this world that they'd like to, for us to put our, put, add on to ourselves, no matter what that label may be. When you go to this book, that is what you should base your identity on. I am not anything that anybody tries to, to call me. If it goes against this word, then it's not true. And... Um, I'm growing, so, I'm so thankful for our pastors and for the people that I've been in in leadership school. I, I, I appreciate each of you. And, uh, you know, the growth that I've seen in there, there's, you know, some people that weren't able even to speak in front of the class. It, it's been a blessing to witness. And, yeah, I don't know what more to say. <laughs> I think Charmaine is passionate about who God has called her to be and what God is doing in her life, don't you? Um, it's exciting. And, you know, like she was referencing um, Lil, who at Christmas time, everybody had an assignment to do, and they had to, to share something. What was it they were supposed to share? Who am I, right? Yeah. And so they had a paper they were supposed to do, and Lil was just so, is it okay if I share this? Lil was just so um, overcome with fear. She, could, she couldn't barely talk. Um, she was so afraid to get up in the classroom and talk. And so we prayed with her. And then, was it that night or next week? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was. It's the night we had Chinese food. I always remember when we have Chinese food. <laughs> a man never forgets a meal. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. So we had Chinese food. Lil, Lil couldn't. She just got so afraid she couldn't share. Somebody gave Lil a note that night that she took home and read. And through that note, it unlocked something inside of her. And next week, she came back and was like, can I share my, my paper? So Lil stood up 
and was a completely different person. The fear was gone. She just walked up there. She shared her testimony. She shared her story. No problem. The following Sunday, I think, she got up in church in front of all of you and just like, just walked up here. Her and Gary, they had gotten a new vehicle and they just got up here and just shared what God was doing in their life. And that's what, that's what Charmaine was referring to. We're just seeing such growth and breakthrough. And that's what we're doing today. We want to share that with you so that you don't just see the pastor saying, this, you need to have growth in your life. You need to have breakthrough in your life. But you're seeing people. You see two young girls who could from the outside look like they have perfect Christian lives. But are telling you the struggles and the choices they've had to make. Um, you see Charmaine, who grew up in her younger years in a Christian home, then fell away, and through drugs and alcohol, her life was transformed and changed, and she's come back to Christ, and how much that has changed and completely transformed her, and now we're going to hear from Cheryl, who is going to share with us what God is doing in her. Are you ready? Okay, I'm going to reset this for you. There you go. Okay. Okay, yes, I can say that I have have seen some growth, and as, I'm not sure it'll sound odd or whatever, but our last class, I believe it was our last class, Pastor Jake asked me to pray, and I don't know that there was anything special about it, but when it was all over, I thought, wow, God, you have brought growth, (laughs) that I could do that, Um, but to, to say the why of it, I have to go back to almost a year ago when my sister died. Because it caused a deep seeking God. And um, my life has been like a steady uphill climb. And it's like, God, what are you doing? What I know you've got a call on my life, but God, what is it? Could you let me in on it? And I just kept praying that. It's like, God, you didn't put all that effort to build. Because quite honestly, at at one church I was at, the pastors were, we came up, different ones of us came up for prayer, and the pastors prayed for me. And both the husband and the wife said to me, the only word that comes is strength. There is strength in you. And I'm thinking, great, strength. Okay, God, I know you built strength in me, but you got to have a reason. Um, and so I just kept that kind of prayer going and, and seeking his face. And um, one of our classes, what it came out was um, we were doing the Beatitudes. And the one that spoke to me the most was, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. But what really stuck to me was the message. And it said, you are blessed when you feel you have lost what is most dear to you only then can you embrace the one who is most dear to you and it set me on a path of digging deeper and just seeking god's face and uh, feeling like i'm 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 coming out of the dark and that god is really doing just the scriptures are opening up feeling a deeper I actually could come to the place where I said, God, you know what? I'm yours. You paid a price for me. And I used to joke about patience uh, till I got to the point where I thought it's not a joke. It's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
until I read somewhere and it really struck me that really patience is being able to wait with a good attitude. And I thought, you know, it just settled something right there in me. And I thought, God, I am yours. You died and rose again to, to wipe away all my sin, that I might be your child. And so I am your servant. And if you're going to wait, I'll wait with you until you reveal, because obviously the time's not right. And I will just keep standing in prayer and seeking your face till your timing's right to reveal what it is you have for me. And I'll wait, because God is good. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you are drawn closer to Jesus and that his spirit, his love, and his life are filling you right now. If you'd like more info about who we are and what we're doing at Hope City, head over to hopecitychurch.ca to find out more. And if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes and rate the podcast to spread the word so others can hear too. And oh, one more thing before we go. We just want to remind you that you were made for hope.